Welcome to This Week in Geek. Today is Monday, October 19th, 2020, and I am here with Brian Silverbacks, and my name is Joey Galvez. What's up? What's up, man? It's How's Monday, it going? Man. It seems like it happens every week. Yeah, at least once a week it is Monday. Definitely. God, you're right. I've, I've, been, I've been working on a formula to circumvent Monday <laughs> and make Tuesdays the new Monday, but then we would all just hate Tuesdays. <laughs> there you go, that's hilarious. Uh, I don't. I admit, a longer weekend would be nice. Definitely, that would be nice. That would be. Yeah, uh, but it, no, no matter how short the work week is, we'd hate. Even if you only worked two days and you were off five days, you'd be like, I can't believe I have to go to fucking work for those two days. Like, so no, <laughs> there, there's no winning. It's just, I, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things where you're like, if Tuesday became our Monday, we would hate the beginning. We'd still hate the beginning of the week, whatever day it would be. You know, it's, I yeah. understand, man. I get it, man. Good so, evening, John. Hey, so uh, I so, saw. Like, I'm gonna go ahead and hit the random thoughts button. Sure, man. Do it up. You have been on the wang of Utopia on Netflix <laughs> or on uh, Amazon. So you, see you, said, you said that Utopia is better than Du Bois. Fight me. I I think I have to. Yes, unpopular opinion. We should probably put unpopular opinion instead of random random thoughts. But it, yes, unpopular opinion. I believe Utopia is better than the boys. Corey in the house. Now, have you finished Utopia? I finished Utopia. I blew right, so I through it yesterday. yesterday. Okay. I finished it yesterday, and I have to say that episode five was the biggest one that let me know I have no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like, I had watched okay. the first four episodes, and uh-huh. I thought I had a pretty good understanding. I thought with my okay. smart brain, I had put enough pieces <laughs> together, and I was like, oh, episode four, four episodes of Utopia. That's great. And then episode five happened, and I was like, well, fuck! What do I do? I don't know shit. Like it, it was like I was starting over. Well, well, from five to like I think that there's eight episodes, dude. All those episodes, they're so good. Uh, yeah, if you haven't watched it, uh, Steven says he hasn't watched either of them, so we won't spoil anything for you if you guys do want to go out there. I'm doing my best to not spoil it, but yeah. episode five really threw me for a for a loop. Uh, like I thought, I I really like I. I as a writer, as a creator, I'm always thinking about how to put yeah. places and where the pieces go and everything. And even the first four episodes, it was still mm. kind of disjointed storytelling, but it was enough okay. intrigue to make you want to watch more. But there was very little answers. Yeah. But I thought that I had started to put some together. But in episode mm. five, pow, right there in the face, just, uh, you don't know <laughs> nothing. And then so it just went crazy. I will say this. I will say this though, uh, that the with with the boys, it's really hard for me to kind of uh, uh, predict what's going to happen next or or who's going to be coming at you next. But with uh, with Utopia, I did predict everything no. that was going to no. happen. Like I predicted that who who the big bad was. I predicted that that uh, the dudes. Well, I don't want to say I, that somebody uh, backstabs was really close to them so i did predict all these kinds of things in my head i didn't say them out loud because i was the only one watching yeah. 
but I, I, now, I did. What's weird though, I'm going to call you out real quick, is that you said that you couldn't finish the boys and you were having trouble watching the boys because it's rated R and you got to wait for your kids to go to sleep. <laughs> but in two days, you managed to finish Utopia. Yeah, well, because I had, I, well, yeah, true. I, yeah, I, and then yeah. I, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I watched, I watched Utopia. That's probably why my wife's mad at me because I freaking binged uh, Utopia in like two days. <laughs> All right. And, so, yeah, I, so I do recommend Utopia. Uh, after we wait some time, I'll go into more discussion on it. Like I want, I want to share my thoughts, but I want people to go into it and just know that it's, it's fun viewing, uh -huh. but it's not for, it's not going to be every, for everybody. And it's very confusing. So don't, don't mind that. And the boys will talk about that, but I watched the show on Netflix. I think I'm gonna have to disagree with you, though. I don't. I don't think it's confusing at all. Not for me, at least. And and well, then you're I, a super I, genius, I, man. I don't want to just. No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. An, I'm not a genius at all. I, what it's just, I think what it is 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 the boys is a superhero indie book and it made into a show and i don't think utopia was ever anything but but it was it's more of like along the lines of what i kind of you know gravitate to as a comic book like if that was a comic book itself i would gravitate to that and i would read that i think that's why i was more you know you know all about utopia than i am the boys i like the boys not saying anything bad about it it's just that uh, i liked it just i liked utopia just a little bit more than the boys i'm still gonna finish the boys yeah one day but <laughs> so i uh, so netflix i ran across a show that has since been canceled on the network and it only has four seasons but all four seasons are on netflix and i had a good time watching it so i just want to give a shout out to man with a plan starring matt leblanc that was oh. a fun that was a fun little show. <laughs> yeah, you said you were gonna watch that one. That's yeah, pretty cool. I, I finished it and I had a lot of fun watching that show. So there's that. But on to the news. You 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 sent me some stories and I will pop them up and you will discuss what your take <laughs> is. Harley Quinn okay. gets fired. Oh yes. Uh this one was actually kind of funny, and it's not who you guys think. It's actually the anchor who was dressed as Harley Quinn in Hubie Halloween. And she was actually a real anchor. Her name is Elena Pinto. And she was on a, she's a Boston TV station or whatever. And she was actually fired because of her cameo in Hubie Halloween. Uh, I guess she like, it was like a so contract. What the heck? What? That doesn't even make sense to me. It's well, not it's, like there was a. It, it's not like she posed for Playboy behind their back, or she did some yeah. Pornhub stuff behind their back. She just dressed. Yeah, she there was nothing bad. She didn't no. do anything bad. It was funny, but I, but I don't know what. It doesn't go into detail. This this actual uh, this article that I read, but it, it doesn't really go into detail. It just talks more about. Uh, what she said on Twitter. So I mean, uh, it's it's kind of lame, but the, the this is kind of one of those things where you're like, you. uh, yeah. He says I thought uh, that was some dumb dumb firing. Yeah, it was it was dumb firing her. It was it was absolutely stupid. There was nothing yeah, wrong with dance around cursing as if you don't do it. I don't. <laughs> well, I try not to. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I just I I thought I didn't think that was a good idea. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, it, was, I, I, it doesn't make any sense. I, but maybe there's more that we just don't know, but on the surface, it mm-hmm. looks kind of wobbly. Yeah. Right. I bill who, who's Harley Quinn. Come on. This guy's this guy, Bill, he's got a Batman podcast and he's asking who Harley Quinn is. <laughs> maybe he wants to know who the, the, the news anchor was, but <clears throat> what about this man? What's that? Dexter sequel. Oh, I saw that. So I saw that. A show that it, there was an HBO show that I think ended like five years ago, five or six uh-huh. years ago, oh HBO God. show that ran for multiple seasons called Dexter about a police uh, forensic scientist who ends up, who was killing people that he thought were bad. So he was, he was basically Batman. He was doing vengeance. He was doing vigilante shit, but <laughs> he had the inside scoop because he worked at the police station. Well, the series yeah. ended. I didn't watch the show. My wife loved not- the show. My wife watched every single episode and had a good time doing it. But the way the show ended was very, very uh, doofy from Scary Movie. So oh, it really? Wasn't good, it wasn't a good ending. It was oh, not wow. a good ending for anyone that was a fan of the show. Like when my wife explained to me the ending for the show, I was like, well, that's a piece of shit. But so now uh, the thing is, he was a serial was a killer, killer, Brian. He said a serial killer, a vigilante serial killer, whatever. But so uh, <laughs> now what they're doing is that they're going to like pick up that story uh-huh. with the same, like they're going to say, all right, we didn't give you the ending we wanted. Let's give you this two hour movie and let's end the series on that. So I thought that oh, was cool. Oh, okay. So they're just basically going to kind of clean up with the mess that they made. Okay. Well, give us a good farewell and and give us new and give the fans of Dexter new content. Do you, so do you think it's a cash grab? Uh, No, a cash grab would be like if they picked a side character and said, we're going to focus on detective so-and-so from that show Dexter that you like, that's a cash grab. But if you have the main character, Dexter, and you're like, well, we're going to come in here, we're going to do something, then it's not a cash grab. Okay. I don't think. Okay. Uh, um, that's, opinion, well, that's what I think. But that's, I mean, it, I don't carry the way. I'm not, my wife will watch it. I probably will not watch it. <laughs> I've never, I haven't seen it either. So I don't know if I will be watching. So, um, yeah, but it's new. It's geeky. It's got a lot of followers. It's got some fan stuff. So, boom, we talked about it. All right, but there's a new Batman in comic books. Oh yeah, so kind of. So well, it, uh, it's weird. But tell me more. So uh, there's there. Let me pull up the article where I okay. So DC reveals. So it, the comic books. There's going to be comic book coming out in the next year here called Future State, and supposedly they're going to be writing a book where it, uh, it's, I guess it's uh, with art from Dan Mora. I don't know who, Oh, Joshua Williamson's going to write some of the the books and stuff like that. Some, I'm not going to read all the names of the people who are going to write it because some other people that, yep. I, that I know, are, I don't like them. I'm going to say it out loud and I don't okay. like them personally because I've talked to them anyway. Um, and so uh, we'll talk about that later, but anyway, the, this book seems kind of cool because Batman, is going to kind of uh, get killed, but he's not really dead. And instead of him, and I'm spoiling for you guys, spoiler, right. he's going to come back 
as the dark detective. So there's not going to be a Batman anymore. There's going to be. Oh, so this the dark is like an Elseworld story. So they're still going to be no. putting out Batman books. They're just going to have this as a side story book. I think it could be. I don't know if it's an Elseworld story. I think it's just. I don't know what they're going to do with it. Well, it, I just it was really interesting. Let me tell you this. Did you see today? That there's a uh, one of the DC distributors is no longer going to distribute DC comics. No, I did not. Who's like that? One of, like you know the whole thing with Diamond and everything getting all yeah weirded out and everything. But now yeah. one of the original guy, one of the original uh, distributors for DC comics has said, you know what? To heck with you guys. We're moving on. You guys are oh, just really? new. So they're they're saying we're not going to carry any more DC products. So now DC's, oh. I think, down to one distribution channel. Oh man. You know what? I I I, I have a feeling that DC is just gonna start going to direct to digital. Yeah, I, that's that that's the only way that they're gonna continue to make content. Yeah. And the, yeah. the, the the I just I I don't see how they can win. <laughs> They're just not making smart moves. Right. Right. Steven, uh, Steven says, uh, how many Batmans do we need? He said, DC's answer to everything. Throw more Batman at us. Right. That's, yeah. that's, I, I agree, Let's man. Throw our one successful IP, uh-huh. like uh, our one oh, successful they're... world that we built out of all they're this also, other stuff. They're also going to throw at us some red hood and some flash. I believe, I believe so. All right. So the red hood, that, that cartoon, you're talking about the cartoon, the, the animated cartoon movie? No, no, no. Some uh they're gonna oh. throw us, they're gonna throw Dark Detective, they're gonna throw Grifter at us, they're gonna throw uh Red Hood at us for these books. So uh it's it's crazy. Oh uh, Bill says it's just a mini. Uh still I I like the idea, but why more Batman? Do we really need more Batman? Well, I'm going to tell you this. I started watching today, and I didn't finish it, and I'll tell you why. There's a movie out right now called Death in the Family, this animated movie. Have uh-huh. you seen it? Uh, Death in the Family. It I just came know. out recently. I don't think I've seen that one then. If it just right, came so out, what no. What they did is they combined several stories to come up with this Death in the Family, uh, to this animated thing. Uh-huh. But I turned it off. I didn't even finish it because the first 20 minutes is just Batman narrating events that have happened. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, it's just him talking over action <laughs> of, of, of the death of Ra- And I was just like, that is garbage. Are you sure but you didn't have these- the commentary on air and on your on your on your TV? <laughs> what? Are you sure you didn't have the commentary on your TV? No. It, I was like, this is, I said, if this is what the whole movie is, I don't want anything to do with it. And and I just turned it off. I didn't have, and I start, and I went downstairs and I started working on a new loggerhead cover. But yeah. I love the so, loggerhead cover. But yeah, Steven says that Death and the Family was a drag on. Oh, man. Oh, that's, it was terrible. It was man. no fun at all. It was a, that was a cash grab. That is the definition. We're going to put this name and we're going to put these characters in it, but we can't pay to have a great writer or this story. So we're just going to have Batman narrate all this stupid shit that happened. That's <laughs> terrible. So oh, man. you said keeping it on Batman, there is yeah. a uh, some Batman production movie stuff. So yeah, there's a couple of things. So, uh, so yeah, loggerhead is cool. And you guys want to see some really hey, cool loggerhead. You're right on. Right on, Rob. 
sudden, look at this. Look at this. I just received this in the mail today from Brian Silverbacks. He did this really That's cool Bloody sketch. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Super cool. It's a it's a blink cover. He did a sketch on there of Bloody Mary. This is a character who has not been seen yet in the Kara Prime universe. Super yeah. cool. Yeah. So I saw I saw several things on the Batman thing. They showed one with the stunt double jumping off a building in some sort of wingsuit. I was like, who cares? He looks like he was wearing a freaking like a like a hefty bag. Yeah, I <laughs> like don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that was supposed to be. But <laughs> and then now they that picture surfaced today of uh -huh. there are people on set dressed in costumes like wonder woman and like superman superman and yeah they're so uh, that's that's one of the they're things not, that i saw they're it's not, not actors they're not trying yeah because they have the fake like the fake walmart muscles on top of the suit like it's obvious they bought this costume at party at party city uh -huh. and they're wearing it so uh -huh. why would they be inside the batman movie wearing these costumes the one person is saying this is a Halloween party. And what everybody's been saying is that Matt Reeves is doing the long Halloween and he's grabbing stories, uh, portions of that story to put in here, or he's inspiration from long Halloween and other comic books to put yeah, into but, this. But does oh. that mean that there's already a wonder woman and a Superman that exist? And this is year two Batman. So that yeah, means, so it, yeah, you know that those guys have been around for a little bit. What yeah, world and places. There's, there's another set photo here of showing a a a like a a ripped up poster, and then it says "Destroy Goth Corp." But underneath, it looks like somebody put a slap sticker on on underneath, and it's the Flash symbol. So people are speculating that we have a Flash, a Wonder Woman, a Superman in this universe because people are dressing up like them and we're seeing their symbols in, in different placements of these. So people are speculating. So well, or uh, maybe, maybe really they're just setting it all up for some flashpoint action. When the flash movie comes out, they'll be like, Oh, look at me. I'm Robert Pattinson, Batman. And then here's uh <laughs> Michael Keaton. I'm Batman. And then Val Kilmer will just be sitting in a throne like old Batman. <laughs> there you go hey speaking of val kilmer did you see what ice cube said i did not ice why don't you tell ice me more cube. about it so ice cube this is a perfect segue because ice cube has been wanting he went on uh i don't know if it's on his twitter or whatever but he took to video asking for the schumacher cut of batman forever are you wanting this one brian I don't know, but I think Ice Cube's really just trying to create something to bury the fact that a lot of people don't like what his his stance. I don't I don't personally give a shit either way, but man, I just don't understand how someone can voice their opinion and everybody immediately shits on it. He hasn't done anything except say that he likes certain ideas that people have and everybody yeah. is shitting on him. So I just think that that's not cool, but... So I think Ice Cube might just be trying to make make headlines like what's trending right now? All this Batman news. I'm gonna talk about Batman. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody really cares about the Schumacher cut. Like who what cut well, did we see? Well, no, people there are people there is people out there who wants a Schumacher cut. This is not the first time I've heard it. I, I listened to other podcasts. Who, whose cut did we get? 
it, it's it's the theatrical cut, not not the uh, actual. Oh, oh, oh! Cut. So there's more. Like he had a better story to tell. You think? So that's supposedly yeah. There's supposedly out there that there is a uh, a better version of uh, of of Batman Forever out there. What he what Schumacher really wanted out of it, kind of. I, like, I think. I think, I think there might be a different awesome. version. There might be a different version, but to use the word better, I, I just, I can't find that in my heart to believe that there's a better version. There's just an alternate version. I, I think I have to agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with that. Uh, I don't think there's probably, there's probably a better version out there at all. Even, I don't think so. even, you can't erase all those other elements, even though you change like a couple of story points or whatever. Like, there's still a ton of shit in that movie that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you I... sent me a thing saying something about Elvira. Tell me more. So, yeah, there's going to be a Kickstarter. I actually got to pull it up because I don't think I have it here. Um, I don't think I do. I did not pull it up. But anyway, there's a Kickstarter happening, uh, and Elvira and David Avalone are going to be writing it, and it's coming from, uh, from uh, Dynamite. It's kind of cool, man. Uh, I've had the chance to speak with David alone on on the House of Indy, and he's a really cool dude. He's been writing uh, Elvira for quite some time, and he and and uh, the woman who plays Elvira, I forget her name. I have her name in my head, but anyway, she he, he's, Peterson, Nicolette Peters, yeah. or something like that, or yeah, Cassandra. Uh, so he uh, he actually he he and her kind of. Uh, got together and and kind of captured the voice of Elvira, and now they're going to be co-writing this thing, and he, they've been kind of working closely for for uh, the entire time that they've been writing. So it's it's super cool, man. And he's been teasing some really cool artwork from it. So if you guys follow him on Facebook and and Twitter and all that stuff, check it out because it's it's really cool looking. Now, so why why is Dynamite the publisher starting books? Ah, everybody's doing that right now. Everybody's uh, doing Kickstarter. Yeah, some some publishers are doing Kickstarter. Some are okay, some publishers. Well, are... Okay, outside of the Keanu Reeves thing, what other publisher besides Dynamite is doing Kickstarters? Well, not you're no, you're right. It, it's not necessarily Kickstarters, but they, but uh, like Image, I don't Image is doing um. I think they're doing uh, anthologies, but I don't think I've ever seen a, an anthology come out of uh, Image before. I, Have you? I, I'm just saying that I, I, now creators do Kickstarters, but Dynamite is a publisher that is continually doing Kickstarters, and I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I don't have a problem. I just don't understand. Like, are you a publisher or are you just a Kickstarter person? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, I'm going to say I'm going to say Brian Silverback's publishing. You come to me and I'll <laughs> kickstart your shit for you. Like I don't understand. Like I can there get you. you. Go. Oh, speaking of, Brian has a Care Prime on Kickstarter right now with eight days to go. There you go. Yeah, uh, you guys need to go over to uh, Care Prime on Kickstarter. Oh, He's I got some really the link in the bio. That's what I got to do while you're talking. But right, yeah, there's something else. Uh, I'm gonna talk about Kara Prime, dude. Kara Prime has some really cool uh tiers. You guys check it out, it's really cool, really easy price points. <laughs> Not nothing to break the bank. What so. about the new character unlock that we just had? Oh, yes. Uh, what was his name? He's uh, uh, 
uh, something horn. What the heck is his name? Proud horn. Proud horn. There we go. Yeah, dude. Super cool. Uh, Steven says it pisses me off that all uh, that all the big indie publishers are using Kickstarter. Yeah, I get, I get, uh, I get it, man. Yeah, <laughs> he he said, Brian, get your ish together. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting it, man. I'm getting it. I should have. I, I I have a lot to do. By the way. <laughs> Uh, you also do in in like two three hours. You came up with a, a cover for your. For, I did, uh, and this is this is not going to do any good to uh, your podcast audience, but maybe for our visual audience. So I had this idea today. I'm gonna I'm gonna click up to random thoughts because we're not talking about Alvaro right now. Yeah. So while I was at lunch, I was like, man, I want to do like another video game style variant cover for the book that loggerhead's going to be in this December mm -hmm. called star bastard and loggerhead. I was like, I want to do some other video game thing. And since I did the, uh, I did the eight bit. Oh shit. Where is it? I did the eight bit. <laughs> I did the eight bit loggerhead, right? Yeah. That got was a super pretty good response. Like this is the old super Mario brothers cover. So I was like, all right, well let me come up with something. So while I was eating lunch, I was like, Oh shit, I found it. I'm going to do Super Mario 3. Even though there's only one character on the cover of Super Mario 3, I'll figure out a way to do two of them. So okay. I finished my lunch. I came downstairs. It was probably about uh, probably about 2.30, maybe 2.30, 3 o'clock, somewhere in there. I came downstairs and started with a digital blank piece of paper, and I was mm -hmm. done at 5.10 p.m. Oh, wow. I was complete. And I will show you what I completed. Yeah. Uh, show that. Ooh, that looks so cool. <clears throat> so, so obviously, for those who are listening to this after the fact, they they they're not going to be able to see what we're looking at. But so uh, it, it is a Star Bastard loggerhead version. It's two people doing the Super Mario pose where he's flying. Yeah. And loggerhead's so a little larger than star bastard and they're kind of just floating in the air and it says <laughs> star bastard loggerhead number one so i did this in about three and a half hours today from the lettering to everything else dude that that's super cool and you got it done so quick dude that's awesome yep and then I even, I even like this is where the nintendo right there where it says the names yeah. supposed to say nintendo <laughs> and over here okay. it was supposed to uh forgot what it said right there but some sort of seal so i did the scout comics thing and we'll see if we can we'll see if i can find a retailer that wants to pick this up as their exclusive cover yeah super cool man uh, really really cool cover i love that one dude yeah but so i was i was actually surprised at how little time it took me i was like because it's not easy this isn't really this is there's not a lot of drawing involved with this, mm -hmm. this is all like pulling lines and using Bezier's and all that stuff, all that yeah. art stuff that people don't quite understand. But so, what about this? Do you know anything about this? Uh, I heard something about Black Widow on so, Disney Plus. I think I think I heard something. I'm just going to regurgitate what I think I heard, and okay. I think I heard that Disney says they don't think that movie theaters are opening gonna mm -hmm. open anytime in the near fucking future so yeah they have reached out to their partners and come to some sort of agreement where they're gonna start putting shit on disney plus oh really i did yeah, so i did they're, they're slated they said 
the, the, the model that they used for Mulan was uh -huh. to test if people would pay that price and pay for early access. And they did, even though it wasn't the biggest box office thing, it wasn't going to be, it was Mulan who gives a flying shit. So, <laughs> so don't base it on Mulan. Now you drop this black widow on Disney plus yeah. and you're going to see some improvement. And so I yeah. think moving forward that it may be the model for Disney and Marvel to just do Disney plus, And then you can expect everybody else to start following suit. Yeah. And, but, but it's only, it's like 30 bucks to rent it though. Right. You can't buy it. Yeah. But they said that you could like the way Mulan was that you rented it. And then when it comes out three months later or whatever, you'll also have it when it comes out. Yeah. Okay. So that, do you, I don't is, know what I did. They didn't discuss. I don't think that was fully discussed in the thing that I saw, but the way Mulan was is you pay like the $30 to watch it. And then in three months when it comes out, you can have access to it. I okay. Guess, I guess you only have access through it. Okay. I on guess you only have access through it through uh, Disney plus. So you would yeah. still like, if you wanted to buy it on voodoo or something, you'd still have to buy it much like yeah. you do now. So if I go to the movies right now or last year, I would have, I would watch the movie and I'd pay $15 to watch my movie and then when it came yeah. out on Blu-ray in three months, I'd buy it on Vudu. So okay. this, I'm going to pay $30 or $24 to watch it now, which is two tickets. So me and the wife will watch it just like we would in the movie theater. And then in three months, I'll buy it again on Vudu. Okay. Okay. But, I well, but since I already have Disney Plus, otherwise I wouldn't yeah. have been able to watch it. I can still watch it on Disney Plus. But yeah. I don't plan on having Disney Plus forever. Okay. So uh, I I did read something that that uh that uh they that they said they are not going to uh, uh release it like you said they're not going to release it they're going to keep it they're going to put it out on Disney and um yeah dude <clears throat> yeah I I like this idea um but well, that's the way that's the way everything's going cinema is dead and you know who's going to suck it yeah. up the mo who's going to get it the most the candy industry. <laughs> the concessions yeah yeah uh, but because now but the this, dollar store is going to be making all the money this is my thing though this is my thing though i i wish that they would do something like this where they would they would uh i would purchase purchase the ticket and i can actually i can use uh i can uh purchase uh buy the movie or rent it or whatever but i want to own it not just rent it i'll pay 30 bucks and they're, it, they're trying to not lose money and the way they would do it is if they released it in the theater you would pay to go see it in the theater and you would pay when it comes out on dvd so they hit you yeah. twice for the same movie which is exactly yeah. what they're doing with this model the only thing is though most of that movie price well, not most of it. Some of that movie price that when we go to the movies to watch it, uh -huh. that's paying yeah. the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, so I think, and, and, I think you know, I, I, I think $25 for a movie that comes out on release day, you watch it, yeah. and then when it comes out, you pay $20, and then you own it. I don't see a problem with it. Yeah, it Stephen Strange. Stephen just did you, Stephen re reminded us that yeah, uh, Regal Cinema just came out and announced that they are closing their locations, all their locations. Um, yeah, dude, but, Cinema's dead. But, but this is one thing though. I I, I, re I read that there was a rumor, like in the beginning of October, that this might be happening, 
And then literally on the 16th, when I heard somebody else stating the same thing on another podcast where they said that Regal was going to be closing down. And that same day that I, I read something that they were not. So I don't know if they're kind of going back well, and forth. The, just the, fact that it, the fact that we're hearing it and it's even feasible, like you and I can talk to each other and uh-huh. see and almost believe that it would happen. So the fact that we it, it's a believable outcome means yeah. it's going to happen. Like it's 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 yeah. it's just a matter of time. So yeah, matter of time. It's it, AMC. It, AMC is closing seven hundred locations. He says. So here's um, what's going to happen. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to start having like art house theaters, where yep. independent right. like there's still going to be theaters, but like it's Alamo. not going to be like the big release cinemas. It's going to be like. We're doing the Rocky Horror Picture Show again, or we're, yeah. we're we're watching Star Wars: The Original Trilogy. Come buy your tickets. Like it's going to be special event theater style stuff, and it won't be oh, like your this audio, Friday. Go audio to the movie dropped theater. Out. Huh? Your audio dropped out. Is it your audio or is it mine? I don't know. I can't hear myself. I mean, I hear myself <laughs> in real time. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, your audio, I can't hear you. That's weird. I don't know what I did. That's let's see if I it's super weird. Audio tech, yeah, tech. Uh, I don't it know, says, man. I can I can't hear you. Anything well, <laughs> it says it's working. So everybody, can you comments, guys hear him? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can I can't hear you. Me? So whatever. <laughs> well. Well, dang, freaking Facebook gremlins are getting us again, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I I don't know what I can do, man. I, I think I, it's my audio. If somebody would be kind no. enough to there's only one person watching, so it's tough to ask people to leave a guy. Steve is well, saying they can hear, can hear both oh, of us. I can't audio. hear you though. It must be me over here. Yeah. I'm gonna drop out and I'm gonna come back in. I'll see you guys in a second. All right. So yeah, so I just I just don't think that. I think we it's in the best interest of movie theaters to start uh, making an escape plan and we can embrace it as consumers. We will be able to watch these movies at home and not have to worry about COVID and not have to worry about overpriced popcorn. And we'll just figure something else out. And then movie theaters will go the way of specialty things. Like it will be like a, a movie theater will only have one or two screens and they'll have events planned for that. That's what I see the future doing. That's what I see happening. So Joey's just throwing his hands up. I don't know what he's doing. Joey can't hear me. So let's make fun of Joey. (laughs) Joey, Joey, Joey. So I guess with the technical difficulties, I guess we're going to have to wrap this up, man. But I do want to say... Go to Kara Prime. Uh, go to my Kickstarter. Go to my Facebook. Go go check out the Kara Prime stuff. Uh, there's eight more days. Uh, we just, uh, you know what? I pull, I pull, I pull. Well, no, that won't do any good for the podcast. But please find Kara Prime. Find me on Facebook. Find me on the Instagrams and all that stuff. I hope that you guys have a great day. Let's see. We covered all of the topics. <laughs> got them Dollar Tree headphones. Uh, Stephen Strange says that uh, 
Uh, Joey has Dollar Tree headphones, but I would think that somebody that does podcasting for a living does not have Dollar Tree headphones, man. But thank you guys for tuning in. I want you to please check out the House of Indie. Check out Two Scout Geeks. They just released a new podcast. I don't know if Joey can hear us. Yeah, I can hear you now. Sorry about that. I don't know what the heck that was about. I was wrapping the show up because I didn't know what you were going to do. That's my fault, dude. I don't know what's going on with this. This Facebook gremlins are getting us today. Yeah, um, but they said you have Dollar Tree headphones. My my headphones, Dollar Tree. Dang, oh, these are these are studio headphones. You calm down, Dollar Tree headphones. Screw that. Yeah, Any- these, these are just ears. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So but- I think I think we're gonna just see. Uh, I think we're just gonna see specialty movie theaters. You know, one or two screens, and that's it. And the yeah. rest of these things are going to turn into those churches where like all the churches have like their own little room and like, like they do now on Sundays. Yeah. See, uh, so I think I, I do, I think we're going to get uh, some pop-ups, maybe some drive-ins and things of that nature. They're going to come back, dude. I, I see a lot of that stuff. Yeah. If you guys go hang out and, uh, and check out Steven at uh sacred chaos comics. So check them out. Pretty cool. Thanks, man, for stopping by. Um, yeah, man. I, I think we're gonna see some really cool new stuff. I just don't think we're gonna have inside theaters anymore for quite some time. But I don't know, yeah, man. I don't, I mean, even even if COVID turns out, if they, even if they hand out vaccines, people are already used to not going to the movie theater. So it'll be like, I I, I don't I don't think the movie they already didn't like going to the movie theater because the crying babies, the overpriced food. Like the only thing that made it fun was to go in and see in the big screen with your friends. You can go to Walmart right now and get a 70 inch TV for 500 bucks. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can can get a projector and then, you know, uh, and have your friends over or whatever. Yeah. Hey, thanks. uh, Joe Tolliver. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, dude. uh, Comics cast. (laughs) Uh, Strange uh, said, uh, Time for drive-in hanky panky <laughs> or hanky yeah, link. I mean, yeah. So you got movie theaters at your house. You don't even have to do the whole popcorn thing where someone pops a hole in the bottom. You can just say, "Hey, babe." <laughs> oh man, no, dude. You're gonna get butter, hot butter, all over you. <laughs> no, but I'm saying now you can avoid the pop the popcorn gag anyway. You can just be like, "Yo, boo!" Time for some veal shack. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna bring back veal shack. Oh, you know what uh, I was thinking about today? I was thinking about today when I was doing my when I was walking home from the gym. I was that? wondering if I should talk about the first time that I had that I that I encountered a dead body that I wasn't related to. Oh. That's a pretty yeah. weird experience. I don't think that most people get that experience. No, that's I I, I need to know this story now. Well, I mean, it's part it's part of uh police training, right? So when you go to be a police officer, once you go through the academy part of it, where they teach you like the rules and shit, then Uh you have to go to a precinct and you have to do on the job training. So there's three months where you do on the job training, but there's a list of, of things that you have to be exposed to. And one of those things is a death investigation. So everybody Uh that's on the road will have seen a dead body and had like, like to like had to deal yeah. with it. And I remember like 
I remember my first experience and I was like, I, I don't think that, I don't think that was that. I don't think real, like most people would identify with having this large naked lady oh. who just got out of the shower and collapsed on her bed. And then it's like, when I walked yeah. in, it was obvious that, well, I say obvious, but it had very, it very much appeared like she just walked. We were in an old folks' home, right? So she was old. She fell over on the bed, and it just didn't move. Well, part of the training that my my training officer, they had to. Uh, they're like, well, you've got to feel around and make sure there's no stab wounds. <laughs> oh, great! And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I get it, but there's no blood anywhere. Like, why would there be fucking stab wounds? But they have to, they have to condition you to see if you've got what it takes to yeah. work that part of it. Yeah. And so here I am, like, they're like, well, you can look on her body, but what about all up in her head? So I had to like take my hands and run them all around her head to see if I could feel any openings and shit like that. Like, dude, that shit's crazy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, I thought about that today on the walk home from the gym. <laughs> yeah. Were you thinking you were gonna walk up on a dead body or something? <laughs> I do walk past a very dark area in the morning. Like it depends on when I go. If I go really early, like today, I left around seven. So when I go really early, there's mm -hmm. a part that doesn't have a street light. <laughs> oh, Astro glide on her head. Oh no, dude! <laughs> but so there's a part where I walk by that doesn't have a street light, and there's no houses there. Like it's kind of overgrown, and uh -huh. I'm just like, this could be like some fucking uh, what's that show? What's what's a movie where they find the dead body? The Lost Boys, where they find oh. the dead body in the creek or something like. I could legitimately be walking to the gym, <laughs> and plus there's a foul smell right there at oh, that man. area, uh -huh. and I was like. Uh, no, we didn't do any cavity search. The death, the coroner does that. We just oh, have to yeah. look on the outside. If if there was some sort of ass exploding bomb, I wouldn't have found it. <laughs> the coroner would have found it and said, "Hey, you should have checked inside the anus." But I was like, "Nah, not my job." That's uh, uh, oh man, I, I don't know how. I, if I'd be one of those guys, be like, "Nope, I'm gone. I'm done." I'm done. I got to thinking about it. Like most people that encounter dead bodies, it's usually like because they lived with a family member uh -huh. or something to that effect. Like that's generally how a, in, most people, if they've ever come across a dead body, it's because yeah. they were living with somebody and then that's the person that died. And I got to thinking about it like this is a complete stranger and oh, I've got to feel all over a dead person's head. Yeah, did so did you have to get sprayed with mace too? Yeah, and I got tasered. Oh, and I got fun. beat up. Fun. <laughs> we got tasered twice because they were testing out new tasers. Oh. <laughs> so they were testing out like Taser is a brand. Lucky you. Yeah. Taser so is a brand. There was another brand, I think it was called Stinger. So uh -huh. they were testing out, they were getting ready to switch from one to the other. So they tested it on the academy class because I was the academy class at the time. And they're like, all right, guys. And they popped us with the stingers. And then like a month later, they came back and said, hey, we're not going with the stingers. We're going with these tasers. So we got to get popped again. <laughs> like, yeah, dang. And then we got to get the, the in the face. 
So that that you guys got the fog or this or the stream? No, no, the orange shit that goes right into your fucking face. Oh man, that's rough. That's yeah. rough. So what they did, <laughs> what they did for us was they spray a line of the orange shit across your forehead. Okay, I see. And then yeah. they spray this water bottle on you to make it run down into your eyes. So they don't oh, spray no. you with the goo right in the eyes. They spray it on your forehead and then they and then they spray water on your forehead to have it run down into your eyes and cause and cause the necessary oh, effect. That's all bad, dude. That's all bad. <laughs> yeah. And then so so the way you do the way they do it is it's designed to teach you to fight through. Yeah. Uh, if, if anyone were to ever, if you were to ever encounter it, to let you know that you don't need to shut down, right? No, I've had yeah. CS chamber. This is not CS chamber. This is different. This so is nice. different than the CS. CS nice. is the gas they expose you to and, and boot camp. Oh, wow. But, so I've had that too. So I've had them both. But so once once they spray you, well, first off, before they spray you, they make you do like a million jumping jacks and a million push-ups to get you very winded as if you to exhaust you a little bit to make it seem like maybe you've been fighting a bad guy. So they get you to this point of mild exhaustion and then they hit you with the spray and then it gets in your eyes and then they just stare at you and they're like, blink, blink your eyes, blink your eyes. And so oh. you got to blink your eyes until you get both eyes covered with the shit. Oh, and then no. they, know, they know because as soon as it, as soon as it hits you, like, Oh, this no. face comes over you, and they're like, "All right, yeah, he they, it bit him." So once <laughs> bit, once you got bit, then they start yelling at you to uh, go down to the next station. So you got to run down to the next station, and they've got a uh, a pellet gun, and you've got to pick the pellet gun up, and you've got to clear the 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 malfunction that's inside the chamber. You've got to clear okay. that and grab the new magazine, load the new magazine, rack it, and then you have to take out a target. While you're doing this, oh, then wow. once you do that, then you have to run over to a guy that's got one of those big kick pads, and uh -huh. you have to listen to the guy. He says, hit him high, hit him high, hit him low, and then you got to start kneeing him, and then they say, hit him high, hit him low, and then you do this for a little while, and then they say, all right, go, and then you go to the water station, and then you try to stick your head under the water. Wow. Soup. That's rough, dude. That's rough. So if any of you are out there wanting to become a police officer, <laughs> some some agencies may do different things, but that's how I, that, that that was my experience. They and you were the only one doing it. They're like, let's get this guy. <laughs> no, we all had to do it, man. I and know, then by I the know. way, milk doesn't do anything. Like people had heard rumors, so they brought all this milk to like, oh, if I put milk on my face, it'll drown out the 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 capsicum or whatever, and it did not. <laughs> they were bet, just dude. as miserable as the rest of us. That is rough, man. I can't. That's I can't not do really it. a geek topic. Do you have any other geek topics that have come up in your in your check? Because uh, I don't have anything. I don't have anything left to talk about. So, so Marvel's Shang Chi has begun filming in San Francisco. That's one that I noticed. Oh yeah, um, because they have been filming overseas. Yeah, that's what you said. So, kind of cool that they're resuming the filming. It's supposed to be a good one. I, I'm, I'm. This is one of the ones I'm excited for, man. I don't know what, about you. you. Yeah, I, I, I want. I, I'm all about it, dude. Super cool. What do you think is going to come I, out of this one? I don't one? know enough about the character. I think it's cool that we're gonna. I think this is going to be like the first Asian uh, superhero movie or something to that effect. But I don't know enough about the character. I don't know. I don't even know enough about the Ten Rings. 
I don't know uh, anything about the Mandarin. Like, I, it's all new to me. So I, I, I'm going in with absolutely zero expectations of what the movie is going to deliver. But yeah. all the expectations of it's a Marvel thing, so it should be good. Yeah, and, and as Steven said, something uh, that kind of hit with me too. He said he wished we would have gotten an Iron Fist. But this is the thing, like, like, it, is this kind of uh, you know giving everybody the, uh, the a taste of what they would have gotten for Iron Fist, or I don't know, is this going to be better? I don't um, know. Uh, they said they said next Monday the rights for Luke Cage go back to Marvel. So yeah. that means Iron Fist is probably not far behind it. Well, so yeah, uh, I think, and that's one of the last ones that that the rights revert back to, right? I think. But, I think. Well, if they don't count the Defenders, I don't know if the Defenders was a separate. Uh, if they had to sign like a new contract for the Defenders' yeah. name, so everything but individually, is. But individually, all the rights should be back. I think by the end of the month. I think. Yeah. 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 I'm wondering what they're going to do with it, man. I would love to see if they, they kind of, they bring it back possibly somewhere else. Um, I don't know, man. Where do you think that? I, be I heard, I heard that with uh, the Deadpool three and Deadpool four went in are, have been uh, ramping up production. Like they are, they're getting ready to start production on Deadpool three and four simultaneously. Oh. So and they're going and I heard that there's possibility thinking that they're going to do HBO uh, or not HBO uh, Marvel Max is how they're going to label their adult uh, their adult stuff is Marvel Max. So maybe Moon Knight would be a Max title and Blade uh-huh. would be a Max title. I don't I don't know or or like the Blade movie would be like PG thirteen. But maybe they'll be like, if he appears on Moon Knight, then that would be Max and he could be bloody, gutty, and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know how you do a vampire movie and have it not be rated R. I yeah. guess you could do it like Twilight, but I don't think that's like, there's such a high bar for Blade. Yeah. Like when you think of the original two Blade movies, even the uh-huh. third one, like, that was fucking badass, dude. And that's because he was chopping heads and there were blood <laughs> and there was just like really intense stuff. And that's what made it fun. If yeah. you give us a PG-13 movie of Blade, I e- even though you've got a, a, a tremendous actor doing it, I think mm-hmm. it is going to be completely shot upon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm excited for this new one coming up, dude. I'm super excited because because I want them to do yeah I want it to be bloody, I want it to be it's as a close to a hunting movie. Of course, you gotta, it have, be. you gotta have it close to rated R. And and this is the thing we need to we need to everybody rally together and get them to do a rated R one. But they probably won't, dude. I don't know. I don't I, know. I don't know. I th- I I'm hoping I'm hoping that with all the stuff that Marvel has, yeah. that they have to be looking at doing some sort of adult line. They they need to. I think I think we we want it. We need it. I think uh, with the success of Deadpool, I think I think. Dude, let, let me let me put it this way: my wife liked the the first Deadpool movie, and and I didn't like it as much as she did. And she hates comic books, so <laughs> that's that's saying something there. So yeah. if you get somebody who hates comic books to like a movie because you stamped a rated R and you didn't hold back, 
I mean, that, that's saying something. So you need to follow suit with some of these titles that feel like they need to have a rated R rating. I mean, uh, come on, man. I'm, 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 I'm down with that if they can do it, if they pull it off. Yeah, man. I, I just, I, I hope that, I hope that they're not being as no, we're only gonna do PG and PG thirteen. I, I hope they're not just stuck in their ways, and I hope they figure out a nice way to. I mean, even, even if, even if they do like Warner Brothers does and puts all their rated R content in the cartoon format, because all those yeah. Warner Brother uh, DC movies are rated R. And they're pretty good, mm-hmm. most of them. But <laughs> their their other their, their theatrical releases or their their feature films and stuff, live action stuff, is all PG thirteen. Yeah, and the, the PG thirteen stuff doesn't perform well for them, and their R stuff does. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I think know, they... but I, Ryan Reynolds has supposedly like been offered the highest number of films in his contract. Recently, like I think it was like really? I think it's, I heard some like fourteen films. Like that, yeah. his, his deal was supposed to be up to for fourteen appearances. I I agree with Joe here. He says, and first, hold on. Uh, uh, Steven said we need less Disney friendly hero films. I agree, but Joe here he says I kind of I'm kind of done with Marvel theater in theaters. I want Judge Dread, dude. I I don't know. Did, did no, you catch no, that? No, he does not what? want Judge Dread. He wants dread. Yes, dread. Because Judge Dread was Sylvester Stallone. Yes, that's what I was dread gonna say. That was last Carl dread, Urban. The Carl Urban Dread movie was so good. Like uh, it was, I, I it was one. unexpectedly good. Yes. It's it was one of my favorites, uh favorite movies that was out that year. Uh, yeah. I'm all about it, dude. And, and that one, I I don't like to go and revisit a lot of movies over and over and over again, but oh, that is one of the ones that I will revisit over and over again all day. Yeah, and that was our that was uh Cersei Lannister. You know, yeah. she was she was Mama. Mama. So cool, dude. <laughs> yeah, I had a good time with that, man. <clears throat> the boys is the superhero show we didn't know we needed. That is correct as well. I Except do. for Joey. No, no. Okay, let's go full circle here. I'm gonna say this. I like the boys. Okay, I like the boys because it's bloody. Not as much as you like watching a weird girl boss everybody (laughs) around and just kill people for no reason. Pretty much, I guess that's what you're saying. I think it's maybe this this season. You like to watch? Have you seen my baseball? You like seeing him shoot people? <laughs> After he scoops their eyeballs out, come on! It's a rock, and and it's and they they spoon somebody's eyeball out. <laughs> Dude, I did yeah. like that towards the end where the the guy who had his eyeball removed uh-huh. tried to, like set the salt. In yeah. The and uh-huh. Said, "Here we go. Yeah. Let's do this." <laughs> Super cool, man. <laughs> I'm all yeah, about I mean, it. Dude. I don't have anything else, man. Are you ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I do have one cool thing that I wanted to talk about. Check this out. Do you see All this right. right here? Where's it at? Right here. I showed you this, right? I don't know. What is it? Oh, it is, is that Phantom Star Killer? Is that is that a exclusive number one glow in the dark cover? That is exactly what that is. Phantom Star Killer Glow in the Dark variant. Just came in the in the mail today. Now, Ooh, how did you acquire such a thing? I went to one stop shop comic shop. 
and I and I bought it from them. One stop comic shop dot com. Check it out. They're cool. Um, super cool. That I don't know if they have any more. They might be sold out. I grabbed a couple. One for one for me and one for my partner uh, on on Two Scout Geeks. John. So um, Joe yeah. says that the boys is a modern telling of Watchmen. Oh, uh, I, I uh, okay. I can see that. I can see that. It, that. I, I think this yeah. is more entertaining, though. I think there's a little it bit is. more humor in this one than there is in the Watchmen stuff. But uh, so yeah, Two Scout Geeks is releases a new episode every Monday, and the new yep. t- episode came out today with Andrew Clemson. Yes, we we invited Andrew Clemson to talk about his uh, Kickstarter and a new horrible book that's coming out in December called Star Bastard Loggerhead. Yes, it's the Star Bastard Loggerhead coming out. And Care of Prime is in on Kickstarter for eight more days. Eight <laughs> more days. I might even squeeze in another character before then. So who yeah, knows? No, no. I'll take that back. That book is not horrible. It's, it's going to be really great, and it's going to be a fun fun time i guarantee it it is going to be fun i think it'll re- it'll it'll remind you how much you love star bastard and it'll yeah. cause you to want to want some more loggerhead because in this book loggerhead actually has lines i i heard that i heard that you guys worked together if you guys head on over to your favorite podcast player and type in two scout geeks you will hear andrew clemson talk about how how uh brian and he worked on the on uh, uh loggerheads voice so it's kind of cool man check it out yep. so uh two scout geeks releases every monday and oh uh, house of indie who's on this week in house of indies podcast so this week actually so so this episode you guys are listening to right now did you ever everybody's watching it's going to drop uh, hopefully tonight, if Brian gets it to me, it'll be on there tonight, and then you can listen to it tomorrow, whatever you want. Um, and then we, I release every Thursday. This week, I'm talking to Casey Pierce, the uh, the writer of Nora. Super cool. So she's oh, uh, right she does a book over that Source Point Press. So check it out. It's gonna be really cool. Sweet. And this week, I'll continue to work on my Inktober Masters of the Universe piece. And the yeah. prints will be available. I'm going to set up a pre-order for pre-order prints uh, pretty dang soon once this Kickstarter is over. So be on the lookout for that. So please follow Brian Silverbacks on TikTok or, oh. or Instagram or got, uh, Facebook. He got a TikTok. He be doing I did. TikToks. I, I, only, I only follow one person and only 14 people follow me. I have no idea what I'm doing on TikTok. I'm going to go on TikTok right now, and I'm going to follow you. What is your name on TikTok, Brian? Brian Silverbacks. It's Brian Silverbacks. <laughs> it's pretty easy. It I'm Brian Silverbacks on Twitter, Brian Silverbacks on Instagram, Brian Silverbacks on TikTok, and I'm Brian Silverbacks on Inst- or, uh, Facebook. Let's look it up. Let's see. Brian Silverbacks. Silverbacks, right? Dude, that's funny that you say that. Did I tell you the sliverback story? No, you didn't. Oh, look at that. Look at there's day, there's his face. There he one is. One right day there. I was drunk uh-huh. and I decided to start a YouTube channel and I mistyped the name and it was called Sliverbacks. Oh yeah. So you can go to youtube.com slash sliverbacks and I have videos up there from so it was incorrectly. Oh, it's so bad. I thought you knew about that. So my brother still makes fun of me to this day about Brian's liverbacks. 
I'm going to start calling you Brian Sliverbags. Oh, <laughs> hey, my goodness. Look at that. Oh, hey, and Adam, Adam and you you missed out, dude. We were talking about all of your all of your uh, uh, your your write your writings on comicbook.com. We with this whole episode oh, was everything you wrote. <laughs> You're talking to Adam? Yeah, Adam. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, we forgot to bring it up, but just so you know, uh, my brother and I are working on a Kara Prime uh, mobile game. Yeah, super cool. Uh, uh, yeah, tell everybody about that, man, because I saw well, that you did. nothing to be told. Like, we just came up with this over the past couple of days. So it's going to be called Kara Prime KO, and it's going to be we're, – we're working on three characters right now to try to just get a feel. To, so it's going to work a lot like Super Smash Melee, uh, Brawlhalla kind of thing. So that's mm -hmm. how it's going to work. We don't know exactly what we're going to do with it, but it's going to be simple because my brother designs video games, and he yeah. – uh, he has come up with a tool to uh, increase the the ease in which game developers can have multiplayer. So this this game that we're making is to show off the tool that he created, so other uh, game designers can use this tool to integrate multiplayer into their games much more easily. Super cool, man! I'm excited to see that you uh, teased a little bit of. Uh, I was one of the around with some GIF animation. Yeah, he was moving around. It was kind of cool, dude. <laughs> we, oh, I was going to lean towards the 8-bit idea, but my brother called me today and said that maybe the 8-bit may not be the way to go. Instead of doing sprites, we may have to do it more animation style to where I draw okay. the arm, I draw the bicep, and then I draw the body, and then we just kind of animate it like a puppet as opposed okay. to doing a, an entire sprite. So we'll see, but we're yeah. working on something. Kara Prime's coming at you, Kara Prime KO. You have the handbook. You'll know about who you're getting. So thank you guys for tuning in. Join the House of Ge House of Indie Podcast uh, Facebook group. Listen to them on any podcast catcher you have. And yeah. follow Brian Silverbacks and Joey Galvez and back the Kara Prime Project all while staying creative. Yeah. <laughs>